Oliver Peterson, 6PR Perth live presenters with us. Hey, Ollie. G'day, Heather. So Medibank is pretty much no one's favourite person or organisation at the moment? Oh, goodness, no. I mean, they've accessed these hackers, almost 10 million current and former customers' data. 10 million! I mean, we're a country of 25 million, so that's, Mm. you know, one in every three of us whose data's been hacked. They're not going to pay this cyber ransom, which, you know, you don't go and negotiate with terrorists. You completely and utterly understand. But where does all of this end, Heather? And you just heard there from the Shadow Cyber Security Minister, the Cyber Security Minister as well from the government. They're trying to hit these companies with the big stick and give everybody a a big talking to and a big warning. But what does that mean? Where does it go? Where, Where do our details end up? If there is any good news in this, no credit card information has now been ascertained by the hackers. So that's one little piece of good news, but they still have lots of detail about people's medical history, their personal information, their date of birth, they might have their passport information. And I think it goes to a greater point here in this country, Heather. Why is it that once your identity is verified, whether it is Medibank, whether it's Optus, whether it's Telstra, whether who cares who it is, why do they need to keep that information about you on file? That is your identification, whether it's your driver's license or your passport information, surely that can be encrypted and, you know, basically put through a shredder because all of a sudden they know who Heather Duplessis Allen is or who Oliver Peterson is. They don't need that sensitive information. Ollie, how did the hackers get this stuff? And that's the million or the multi-billion dollar question. Mm. How did they get it? Why wasn't the security quite up to scratch that they could, you know, get in behind their cloud or their firmware or whatever you want to call it? We don't know. We actually do not know at this stage. And I think in the fullness of time, we need those answers. But I think it also probably exposes, Heather, just how vulnerable so many other Australian companies and government's departments' data is at the moment. That's part of the big yeah. issue. So I'll tell you what, the tolerance the tolerance for this will get less and less the more this carries on, eh? Because it is the second quite significant hack you've had in, in the last few weeks. We've had... Uh, and, you know, at the first you can sort of be like, oh, yeah, OK, you have a bit of tolerance that people might be, or organisations might be caught unaware but by now, I imagine you guys are sick of this nonsense. Oh, big time. And, you know, you yeah. every single cybersecurity company in this country at the moment's phone would be ringing off the hook to make sure that every company's data is protected. And when we say protected, it's like a vault and it cannot be broken. Yeah. Hey, what is the Sri Lankan cricketer accused of doing? Well, this is um, right in front of all of his teammates yesterday as well. Banashka Gunasawaka was dragged off the team's bus just moments before it was on its way to the Sydney airport yesterday to fly home after being eliminated from the 2020 World Cup. Now, he's been arrested and charged with the alleged repeated sexual assault of a woman in Sydney he met through online dating apps. Uh, Police uh, will allege, and he has appeared in court today, but we don't have a result at the moment, but he has been charged with four counts of sexual assault. He appeared via video link in handcuffs. We do know that the uh, prosecution was going to deny or was going to make sure there was no bail given to uh, this cricketer. I do not have an outcome at this stage, Heather, uh, but he, uh, as I say, appeared via video link. And obviously, if this does go through the court process, and it sounds like it will, this could take up to 12 months. Gee whiz, what, and does he stay in the country that entire time? I think he would have to, yeah. I think I think he would have to stay in the country. But uh, those details, I still believe, are being worked out. But that's the most up-to-date information I have. He has appeared via video link. Uh, he has applied for bail. But I don't believe that bail has been granted or it's still being considered mm. as we speak. All right. Now, why is Tony Abbott wanting to bring back <laughs> national service? Ollie, he can't, you can't even accuse him of just, you know, running out the old conservative policies, can you? 
Lyle, you know what? I actually thought that Tony Abbott was one of those prime ministers for a little while anyway who barely you know, put his head up. He was, he was doing a pretty good job because a lot of ex-PMs in this country like to give their two bobs worth. And here he has come out with an absolute doozy today saying that people who finish school should spend 12 months giving back to their country. Now, we're not talking about everybody joining the military. He's saying to go and donate 12 months of your time to go and help in an aged care home or go to an Indigenous community. Or, yes, you could be deployed to the Australian Peace Corps in the South Pacific. Tony, what in the world are you doing and why are you trying to grab the headlines? But why? Why, Ollie? What's his, he said it's a two-way street. What does he mean? Well, that's a great question because he said we always talk about our rights and we're talking about what we're going to do for people. We have rights and the government has obligations to us, but it's a two-way street. It's about giving as well as receiving. So he's just trying to teach you the lesson, Heather, that it's as good to give a president as it is to receive a present. But this has gone down like a lead balloon in this country today. He's being laughed all the way on our talkback lines on 6PR, that's for sure, and right around the country today. I don't know why he bobbed his head up. I do not understand. Because he's he's Tony Abbott, Ollie. (laughs) Literally the only reason he ever needed. The man is just strange. Hey, Ollie, thank you for that. Really appreciate it. Oliver Peterson, 6PR Perth Live presenter.